everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Space Social Podcast. Today, I am joined by Chloe Bennett. Hello, Chloe. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. So, Chloe is here in Las Vegas with me right now. We recorded this earlier. The recording wasn't good. So, we're doing it again. (laughs) Round two. (laughs) We um, had the best day in Las Vegas. I'm really happy she's here, but she's going home too soon. So honestly, if anyone needs things to do in Las Vegas, go check Jordan out because she lives there and she has way more things to do than just the strip and average Joe things. I know. Everyone who comes here, they want to do the same boring things on the strip, which is fine, but I have way better things to do than that. Oh yeah. Like there's an orchard you can go pick your own apples at and like fresh fruit and like drink places and cafes that are like super fun. Yep. I'm always making sure people are trying new things, not just like the same boring things. Yeah, because we went to this place called Downtown Ferguson and I got a few plants and it was one of the coolest places I've ever been. And I've never heard of it. It's so cute. It's like this old retro motel that they made into little stores. So it's all small businesses, which I love going and supporting. I've bought so many Christmas gifts there, to be honest. (laughs) Seriously, we love a a small business and we love supporting that hustle. Yes. So I wanted to bring Chloe on here, obviously, because she's my sister and amazing. But also, Chloe is a professional model and people ask her, I feel like they ask you a lot of questions about it. So I wanted to bring her on today to talk about her experience becoming a model and advice and just things like that. So Chloe, how about you start from how you became a model like a little bit before that? So I, so it's a long story. I've been doing it for almost 10 years. Um, I've been doing it professionally for about five or six. And then I did a pageant when I was 16 years old and it was the Miss Utah Teen USA competition. And I actually ended up winning, which was funny, but it was such a, it was not, it was, (laughs) you did amazing. Well, it was random because a lot of people, well, I had an athletic background history and then I switched over to pageants just because I was a runner I was going to go to college for running and not like to major in running but to run for college (laughs) you were going to get a scholarship everyone knows (laughs) so I got injured and I was like I'm not sure what to do what the heck does my life like where's my life going and I did this pageant and I ended up winning and that pageant literally has shaped my entire life into who I am and just kind of kick-started me on this journey of modeling. I feel like that's, I love that story too for you. And for <laughs> I love it for you. But I love it because I feel like sometimes people have a failure. And maybe like for you, it wasn't your fault that you had an injury. But you made, you like pivoted and found a better experience. And something that actually made you money, which is so awesome, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's way more enjoyable than running. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like why are you running (laughs) are you okay who are you running from (laughs) why are you you okay yeah I was okay not really because I got injured but because of that I did the pageant and then I actually got to go um model for in Arizona a lot in Las Vegas in California just because of the pageant and Mm -hmm. there was a teen and a miss and my miss was actually a Mo- like a model, a real time, beautiful model. Her name's Marissa Powell. I'm just going to plug her. Now it's Marissa Vanoy, but she's absolutely, absolutely stunning. 
So I got to learn from her all year long. And it was like definitely, oh my gosh, I just am obsessed with her. But she taught me so much about modeling, just moving and was she a model before the pageant? She was. She has been a oh, model. Okay. She was a childhood model. Like she oh, she modeled okay. for the Olympics back in 2002 and she it came oh, Like she I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. That's she's so cool. always been like just amazing and beautiful and beaming. Real deal. Just at my woman crush. It's fine. So <laughs> she taught me basically everything I know. And then I was in high school and people would randomly ask me to do jobs. And it was back in the day when it was chunky jewelry and makeup. So I'd always do jewelry and makeup. And then back in not too, too long ago, boutiques kind of started popping up in Utah. And it's a weird niche that I started modeling for a lot of the boutiques that are local in Utah. So how did you get into modeling for the boutiques? Like, did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? Like, how did that? Yeah, so a little bit of both. So I had a few companies who reached out to me. And they were like, hey, can you like model a few t-shirts? Can you do this? And I was working at the time. I was going to college and he was like, yeah, sure. Like, that's totally fine. And then I got married and a lot of people inquired me to model for them. And I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, I just kind of associated it with high school and not as like a profession. Yeah, like not, yeah, not as a profession. And I'm like, this is weird. And my husband sat me down and he's like, Chloe, people are wanting to pay you. You're experienced. You know what you're doing? Like, why are you not just giving this a try? And then I kind of had a weird hiccup in a job. And so basically this job recruited me and went under in less than a month. (laughs) And so I was like, what do I do? And he's like, just give us a month, model for a month and just see what you think. And if not, like we can reapply for jobs. So the month I did, it just took off just because one company had me. And then from that, another company saw me and messaged me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like an actual job. And then I was working multiple times a week doing it, making pretty decent money. And then Mm -hmm. I started reaching out to jobs that I thought we would be a good fit to work with. And so it was just a little bit of both, but it has been so fun. So something I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs that I talk to have issue pricing themselves or knowing when to up their prices. So what would your advice be for someone who is trying to price themselves or trying to decide if they need to change their prices? I would say never sell yourself short because if you're selling yourself short, you're selling the whole industry short. So right. stop doing it for free. If you want to do a yeah. collaboration, that is totally fine. But make sure it's a collaboration that benefits every person involved or else do not do said collaboration. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely make limits on yourself. If I collaborate with someone, we have 15 minutes together and that is it until I charge my collaboration fee. And yeah, I think that's something that everyone should look into just because I think people take advantage of creators because photographers, they work so hard, but we, they don't, it's not just behind the camera, but they go home and they edit and then they own all of their equipment. And same with models because, you know, we need our nails done. We need spray tans if necessary. There's so many things that like we need to look photo shoot ready and that takes Mm -hmm. effort. And it's also a lot of practice too. And being comfortable behind the camera 
and all of you know and just it's a whole team that makes a photo perfect and you just need to make sure it's worth your time um i would say if a company is looking to give you a product to never model for free because if someone's like yeah. hey i have a few t-shirts do you want to come like shoot them be like yes th these are my prices because i don't think you should ever trade professional photos for your profession if that makes any right. sense because if you're going to use if you're going to do a professional photo do something that you can actually use for your portfolio and not a t-shirt or something that someone is selling right because they're getting free work out of you and i just don't feel like that's fair all the time so yeah i would say to do that. i think it's harder sometimes for people who are starting out but like i agree that i feel like sometimes people take advantage of creatives because they don't you know, they don't see the hours that go behind perfecting their talent or their craft, you know, and they just think they'll do this for free because they want clout or something. I don't know. It's, I just, yeah, I I've been in the industry too. so long. I just want you to know it's so much more than people think. And just marketing is the whole world. And I don't mean like me to say that in a weird way, but marketing is everything these days. And all of those people have something to do with that position. Right. If that makes any sense. And so I honestly think that me saying that it ties into everyone's job. So basically, too, I just want to kind of follow up with this. If you mm -hmm. walk into a store or a restaurant or anything like that and you see the item of the menu and it says, you know, the steak is $20 and you say, that's great, but I'm only going to pay $12 for that steak. That's kind of how I think it is when people are cutting someone short of their time yeah. talent, if that makes any sense. Or if I walk into a place and I say, oh, this shirt's $80. I'm only going to pay 40. It's like, excuse me, like, yeah. it doesn't work. And this, I feel like the same as creatives, if that makes any sense. So when do you know to change to up your prices, though? Like as a creative, when do you suggest to people to up their prices? I think if you're getting more um clients or you're just getting busier and your time is you don't have as much time I just say I work less jobs than I used to but I make just the same doing less work because I raise yeah. my prices so that I could work with the companies that we just thrive well together but it's the same amount of money I was making with half half the jobs so modeling I would say people in Utah do do not charge less than $50 an hour, $50 minimum. And I say 50 to 150. And that's the boutique world. But definitely there's jobs that I've made like 500 an hour or something here. But it's just I think boutiques, that's a very comfortable place for models is about 50 to 150. Unless those, there's a contract or like other um like there are exceptions. Yeah, so, yeah, there's always exceptions. I don't want anyone to be listening to this and be like, oh, I make more. I, you know, I'm, I said I definitely make more in some situations, but I'm just saying it's very comfortable that it's 50 to 150 an hour. So I kind of want to talk about boutiques with you. So you are really into the boutique industry. There's a huge boutique industry in Utah. I know I have listeners from other places, but in Utah specifically, there's a very big boutique industry, yes. right? So what would your advice be to someone wanting to start a boutique or wanting to like learn about that? Like what's your advice to people who want to learn about that? I would say go for it. I definitely don't know a ton about how to start a boutique, but I feel like 
the people who are most consistent are the people who do it the best. And I think it's great because the people who are most consistent are the people who absolutely love what they do. And that's when they thrive because they love what they're doing and they're going to make it work. I feel like I see a lot of boutiques and my favorite boutiques personally are the ones where I can tell like the owners. I stumbled upon one this morning and I was so obsessed and stalking their page and I could tell the owner's personality was really put into it. Like she wasn't copying anyone that I had seen. It was very her and I like literally fell in love with this little boutique. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Things like that make me so happy when it's like it's just their pride and joy. Right. But I feel like that, like when I see boutiques and like, I, you know, if you agree or don't let me know, but something I feel like when I see a successful boutique is because it's theirs and they're not looking to like other boutiques for inspiration. Cause I feel like I've seen boutiques like that. And I feel like people, I don't think people are dumb and I think they notice that, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, I actually was reading this one time and it said, um, focus on your customer and not your competition and I was like oh my gosh if all of us could just apply that into our lives I think that's amazing because honestly our customers have no idea that someone's our competition or is like or is doing something but they're going to notice what we're doing and if we give them the best customer service the best of everything like they're going to be loyal to us because another place might be selling the same shirt for shirt for a dollar less but we buy it from this place because we're a loyal customer. And that's kind of what people, right. I feel like a lot of success is when someone, you can tell how much they appreciate appreciate their customers and are just like yeah. so, so kind. Because really supporting a small business is supporting someone's livelihood. And like really when you buy from a small business, they do a happy dance. Like they, like it's right. everything to them. So an interesting fact I don't know if I've ever told you this actually, but unless I network with somebody who does like social media or marketing or something, I actually don't follow them. Like I know who they are, but like I don't follow them because I don't want to draw any, like I don't want to, I don't want to like copy them on accident. I just like don't even want to see it. And I feel like I just want to find inspiration from like with, within oh, myself. I love that. I think that there's always room on the top and I, and there's enough people out there for success like how many people are there in this world yes like all of us have enough room to succeed and be the best and be the best versions of ourselves right like I said I'll do it if I'm like networking with somebody and like we're friends another but like I don't feel like I need to follow other people who are in my industry because I'm like I don't want to copy you I don't want to like see that and think about it you know I just want to like draw inspiration from myself 100% but actually a lot of the models are friends and you talk, right. but I'm like, yeah, no, I think it's, it's also okay different because we like, work together a lot. And it's like, we're, I think that goes with like networking yeah, though. I'm like, we're coworkers and not like, right. <laughs> totally. Okay. So Chloe, talk about how you get connected with these companies. So like I said a little bit earlier, a lot of people, they do contact me, but if I see a company that I feel like would be a great fit that I do want to work with, I message them and I just say, Hi, okay. I'm Chloe. I am a professional, you know, not a professional. I'm a model. I would love to work with your company. If you ever need someone who's a little bit, um, has a fuller chest and is a brunette, I would love to work with you. So I kind of like sell them on the point that I 
am a size small, but I do have more curves. So I feel like I represent like a different clientele in Utah that should be represented. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that you kind of gave us a little transcript because I feel like sometimes people know that they should reach out or want to, but they don't know how. So you're just saying, hey, say your name, what you do and something that makes you special. And I say, you know, I've been modeling for a lot of years and here's some photos of me and I'll attach photos of myself and I'll attach a range of photos of like me smiling, me being serious, like a creative, a simple, um, you know, just all the all the things. And I say, let me know if you have any other questions or um, if you need any measurements or anything from me. Like, I would love to know. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. So also, something else I want you to talk about is you're really into fitness and you're getting certified in fitness right yes. now, right? <laughs> So I, I know you have had like a very extensive fitness journey as well. So I, th- I like want you to talk about like how it, you can be healthy and not, you know, I just want to talk about how you can be healthy in a good way. No, I love that. <laughs> I think a lot of the time when people think of models, they just think of someone who's very tall and stick thin, which there definitely are some out there. But I love that in 2020, so many people are saying, Like we want body positivity and we want range. Like we want to see everything. So I feel like so many companies are jumping on board to give us all what we want. So basically for me, I've been extremely thin. I did a bikini competition before I got pregnant. I She ate bird food for six months. It was so wild. I ate bird food. I literally ate tilapia and rice for six months. And that was it. Like, if you ask me anything else, like, that was 100% what I ate. I was 9% body fat, just. Which is not No, you look at my face, and I just looked different. I didn't look like I was healthy, like the people think you should be healthy. So right now, I'm actually at a really good place. I've just learned, even the bikini competition really helped me. I think when people... They're like, I want to lose weight. I'm going to stop eating. I'm like, all that you're doing is hurting your metabolism. So when you do eat, your body's going to hold on to everything you just ate because they don't know it's calorie deficient and your body's not sure when you're going to get food next. So it's going to hold on to all of that that you ate. And so the more you Mm -hmm. eat, that higher your metabolism is. So if you eat more consistent, but like better portions, you're going to burn the calories you need, you're going to feel so much better because you're giving your body fuel to live and have energy and be healthy. So every single day I go to the gym, I eat healthy food, but also if I eat something that's not as healthy, I don't think twice about it because it's a lifestyle that I'm living of just healthy and maintainable rather than bird food. And and, right. <laughs> and I don't I don't want to see bird food. I just I don't know if I necessarily think bikini competitions or any competition physically is the way to go in life. But that's my personal opinion. And if you would like to talk about it, please DM me. <laughs> I could go right. off, but I'm like I just personally don't think that's a lifestyle that you can do. I did it one time and I it's loved like, it, but yeah. I think that the obsession, like I definitely have skin that looks different because of how thin I was. And it's just you, it changes your body forever. (laughs) Yeah. 
I really want you one day to like be a trainer. Like that's my dream. For no, you. <laughs> and I would love to train people. So what I'm hoping to do is I would love to specialize in pregnancy and postpartum um, just for women, because I've been through all of that. And I just think women's bodies are so incredible. And I would love to help people feel that because you're growing a whole human and it's so amazing. And I honestly don't think women get as much credit as we deserve for like building a whole human with our body and bringing it into this world. So (laughs) it's a big deal. Yeah. I know, um, we've talked about before, like how, like, what would be your advice for a a newly pregnant woman who's trying to figure out how to eat and like how to, you know, manage her cravings or should she manage her cravings? Like, what's your advice for that? I would just say do the best you can, but your body definitely knows what it wants. And I would just listen to your body, but I would also know that everything's going to be okay because you're growing an entire human. Your body's working so hard. It's okay if you're tired. It's okay if you're not as healthy as you usually are because it is so hard. I'm not kidding. When I was pregnant, I was so healthy before. So I did my bikini competition and then I got pregnant three months later. So I was still pretty mm-hmm. in shape and I was eating more, not just bird food, but a, a little bit more of a range, but still like mostly proteins and greens. And I got pregnant and chicken, fish, any of the above grossed me out so bad. And all I wanted was cheese pizza and root beer. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I have literally no idea why I want this, but it's okay. Cause I had a lot of water weight and it all like you get popped, your water pops and you just, all of the water's gone. Your body will transition back to what it like it needs to be. And like, it's okay. Like I really feel like I have a new love for my body just because of what it's been able to accomplish yeah I feel like I love talking about cravings I love hearing what people crave during their pregnancy I craved mangoes and pink lemonade (laughs) I have no idea like I just needed like dried mangoes from Costco and pink lemonade no but seriously and honestly you're not pregnant every single day and just enjoy it and enjoy the process and don't be hard on yourself and also I would love to just kind of say Don't tell a woman she's looking great after she gives birth. Ask her how she's feeling. Like, talk more about her body feelings and not her appearance feelings. Because she just pushed or got a C-section. Like, a whole human just came out of her. And there's a Mm -hmm. lot of recovering for that. Like, we even talked about that. Like, people looked at me. I started modeling a month after No, it was, yeah, a month after I had my first photo shoot again, and I was still like losing weight and going down and my breasts were huge because I was nursing and I already had big breath, like, you know, boobs to begin with. And it was Mm -hmm. so embarrassing. There's some companies that they were like, please let us know when you go back to normal because like, we just want that. And I was like, normal? (laughs) Like, I don't know what this normal means. So Companies I definitely don't work for anymore. Yeah, that makes me so infuriated. Don't out them, but no, I'm gosh, I, I would never like it's just people have their own perspective, and this is my perspective and opinion. But 
it just so much takes time, but it's not even the physical healing. It's everything inside and so much mental. And like, that's what people need to be focusing on when someone, after someone gives birth and not just how like their appearance, if that makes any sense. Right. I think that's good to educate people who maybe haven't had children because I feel like, I don't know, it's just good to talk about that and let people know maybe what you feel like women, how you should talk to women after birth. Because I feel like the last thing any woman wants to talk about after her birth is her body. Yeah. Well, like, seriously, honestly, all of your organs just were rearranged. Nothing's the same. I actually, because of my fitness, I didn't have a period for a full year before I had Blakely. And so instead mm-hmm. of the six weeks that you're supposed to be bleeding, I was bleeding for six months. And I'm like, there's so many oh things gosh. that like, people just do not talk about. And my body was going through it. And it was like, well, you look skinny. And I'm like, oh, good. I'm losing it. But thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad you yeah. think I look good. No, I and I'm like, I just, I also don't love skinny anymore. I just think it's so good to be like, you look healthy. You look energized. You're, you know, like you're glowing. Like there's so many more compliments to give a woman rather than like you're skinny or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just change, using different yeah. words is a lot. And I'm just saying, like, and, as someone who yeah. had a baby, I really appreciate it when someone's like, How are you doing? Because, especially your first kid, like, your whole world is so different and it changes forever. And it's something that you should talk about and just be like, How are you doing? How are you feeling? Can I hold your baby? Like, one of my friends had a baby and I went to her house the other day and she's like cleaning and trying to do all these things. And I was like, you can do whatever you want. I'm just going to hold her for a while. And she's like, no, 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 I can. And I was like, no, seriously, let me just hold your child so you can get things done that you like want to get done because I've been there and I understand and I'm here to help and not like criticize. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great advice. And also Chloe is the queen of bad dates, basically. (laughs) I've been on a few. (laughs) Chloe even though Chloe's happily married she has been on a bad date so I wanted her to end the episode by talking about her worst date like this is for comic relief (laughs) I don't even it wasn't even like a a bad date but it was just one that I was mortified so embarrassed to go on so basically I got asked to a girl's choice dance from a guy from another school (laughs) so already I'm like (laughs) am I supposed to be here like this is a little weird and he asked me and I was like I didn't want to say no because I didn't want to be rude but I was like are you sure you want to do this or should we just go on another date and he's like no I like really want to go to the dance it's going to be so fun and I was like I love dancing so of course I'll go and so I was like look just let me know Mm -hmm. the theme and he's like the theme is masquerades but none of us can wear a mask so everyone's just painting their face (laughs) Oh, that is it's the like worst theme, <laughs> and you can't even wear a mask. It like, is what such is a high school theme? theme. Like someone was like, "We're gonna wear a mask, but <laughs> not wear masks." I'm like, "Oh, I love that! Like, <laughs> I love that for us." Perfect. And so I didn't know anyone at the school, so I couldn't text anyone and be like, "Hey, like, what are you wearing? Like, what are you doing?" And so it was cocktail apparel with 
masks. And so he's like, everyone's just painting their face. And I was like, okay, like, sounds good. So he's like, for our day date, let's go get our faces painted. And when we got our faces painted, it wasn't just like, oh, here's a little bit of glitter. It was like full forehead to my chin, like face paint. <laughs> and so my dress was blue and she's like, okay, I'm going to do your face blue. And I was like, sounds good. And so my whole face was just blue. And I'm like, oh, like 100%. I was like, <laughs> hi so we like we go to dinner everyone's staring at us obviously because they're like why are your faces painted like so weird and I was like whatever like it's fine like everyone's doing it I walk into the dance and not one face is painted and I was like oh my gosh (laughs) just mortified and so we just danced the night away and I just like forgot about it. But I was like, honestly, wow, that was a little too much for me, but it was okay. <laughs> and like, and that's not even a bad day. I'm like, I that's don't know. I have a, there's like a series of bad dates, but I'm like, that one was probably just my most embarrassing, but it was fine, but it was just embarrassing. <laughs> I bet your skin wasn't fine. I swear face paint messes oh, up your skin so bad. I don't know. It was my pageant <laughs> days. It was like, whatever. <laughs> we're, we're fine. What is, right. what is skin? What is makeup? <laughs> what is good skin? <laughs> so, Chloe, where can people find you if they want to find so you So, my Instagram media? is at Chloe Bennett. So, just C-L-O-B-E-N-N-E-T-T. Okay. And is that? Yes. You have a I think it's the too, same. Right? It's C-L-0-0 Bennett. Okay, perfect. Yeah, Chloe has great TikToks, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) And then if you want to go follow my social media, it's at The Space Social. If you want to review this episode, review the podcast, subscribe, share it, that would be amazing. And I will talk to you next time. Have a great week.